I remember when they told me there was nothing for me. No hopes to keep on dreaming, and I was way past 30. I sat in my room, and I began to cry. Then caught myself again, said I would upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Could never do it without my tribe. I'm gonna upgrade my life. Welcome to the Dr. D Inspire Upgrade My Life and Biz podcast, where we give you tools and tips to reach personal and professional goals. Dr. Lana DeGrasse here, president of Turning on the Lights Global Institute, and welcome to this podcast. You know, I have so many things to talk to you about today, and as you know, we said that 2023 would be the year where things would be unrecognizable. And truly, since January, it has been a wonderful ride having new experiences, meeting with new entrepreneurs, kickstarting my inner circle, and really just deciding that I want to have a different type of year. And sometimes I will be completely honest, when we want to do something new, sometimes we really don't have an idea of what that newness might look like. We don't know if we take two big steps forward, if we're going to step into something that we weren't expecting. We don't know if we might face any kind of additional hurdles we weren't prepared for. So, you know, when you think about why people stay in a given situation or why they don't necessarily make radical changes, a lot of times is because we'd rather trust the devil we know than the one we don't, right? We'd rather be able to go through that comfort zone of knowing what to expect, even if it's not good, so that we can avoid any other things. But on the flip side of that, If we don't get out of that comfortable state that's kept us in some level of stagnation, then we also never know what could have happened if we dared to take ourselves a little more seriously. So, you know, it's interesting because I realize that even when we set great intentions, even when we have wonderful goals, it's easy to slip back in our old habits. And I've learned in the last couple of weeks that you have to give yourself a chance to also enjoy some of that ride and also weigh in on the things that you're noticing that you may not have noticed last year. Maybe there were things that you accepted last year that you no longer want to accept this year. Like I know for me, one element of having a business is making sure that I'm still having fun because no matter what, of course you wanna have revenue, of course you wanna have profitability, but if you remove fun out of some element of what you're doing, you will just find that you will wake up and feel robotic and not feel like you have the energy that you need to move forward. I'm gonna read a little excerpt from my book, Chronicles of a Poet. It's called Empowerment. It says, with open eyes, your mountain is there. You stand erect and look to the stars glare. Remember the light within yearns to expand. So set your foot firmly and commit to a plan. Nothing to lose, you're on your way. So boldly move forward and dream today. Sometimes it's so hard to really dream that anything new can happen. 
And I was thinking about this the other day because I also realized that it's not only a lack of motivation that sometimes causes us not to see the results we're looking for. Sometimes there can be experiences where there was a bad relationship or there was a promise that was broken or maybe there was an expectation that we may have had in lieu of working with someone and that expectation was not met or you could have a situation where you feel like you know what for all you've been doing for others it's just not coming back to you and over time these kinds of experiences may lead to resentment and bitterness and i know There is nothing worse than feeling like no one is appreciating what you are doing. And I will say to you entrepreneurs, if you've been in business for more than eight, nine years, you've probably had your share of uh, positive customer experiences and the challenging ones. And one of the things that is going to make 2023 unrecognizable is you finally getting to a place where you are so uncomfortable with certain things that you decide to make your boundaries as clear as possible. You know, sometimes we really want to help people as much as we can. Sometimes we're willing to bend our bend backwards and accommodate. But sometimes you know, you realize when you do that, that actually you're stomping on your own foot because when you bend too much and when you try to give to the point where you're over giving and you're overcompensating for things that the person can do on their own, or they're not willing to show up and do the work, but you're pushing them. You're trying so hard to push them up a hill where they're not even willing to put their own sneakers on. You're going to find that you will have burnout and the energy that you could have been spending, creating and designing and expanding what you're doing is now being, you know, fizzled out like soda in a glass, just fizzling out with bubbles. And one thing I would recommend is if you have felt that way or you feel that way, it's really time for you to fill your cup. And I've been there before. I've been there before where I know for a fact that I have called people, helped them out, done certain things with them, and realize even with them telling me, yes, I see what it is that I need to do to get to where I need to go. I see that you're showing me how to do it. I don't wanna do it. (laughs) You really can't help anybody who doesn't want the help, A, and B, doesn't feel like doing what's necessary to get out of their own way. And the other piece is that many times people don't wanna talk about is, sometimes the very person that might be seeking the help from you or be or might be looking at you for that guidance sometimes when they realize they just don't either a have the disciplines to follow through or they themselves have some negative self-talk they have to overcome sometimes it then becomes that they're looking at you with a side eye because they're wondering how is it that this person i feel so connected to seemingly seems like they're further along and i'm still stuck So it's odd because you always want to help people. And many times when I'm talking to entrepreneurs, you have to have that boundary where you say, I, there's there's a limit to how much I can serve and give. And here is my limit. And here are my parameters. Because without that, without those boundaries, you will be walking down a deep hole. (laughs) So I want to encourage you to take a moment, especially if you have felt that you have given of yourself, you've given of your time. And, you know, it's funny because I I did a TikTok video. Y'all know that song by Beyonce. Um, 
and you know where she's talking about take everything and and put pack it to the left well sometimes in your mind you have to take those experiences and clump them and just move them to the left and so that you can clear your mental space and open up that space for new moments of joy new experiences because sometimes you don't even often see or feel that your energy is being sapped until you're already pretty burnt out. So here we are. And moving into second quarter. And the question is, for me at least, I know I said, well, am I still aiming to have an unrecognizable year? <laughs> because... I hit January with a serious, serious set of momentum, and I've had a fabulous time helping leaders and entrepreneurs and being the first entrepreneur in residence at the Boston Central Library for the Kirsten Innovation Lab. And um, I want to say it has been amazing. It's wonderful when you actually see someone come up to you with a range of ideas and then it's amazing to help them really sit down and think about each phase of that ideation process that they need. And there's nothing like seeing someone say, oh my gosh, Dr. Alana, I did not think I could put this together, but here I am putting something together. Like Kelly Caraglio. She came to me, she's a health and wellness person, has plenty of experience, and we came together and decided, you know what, let's, let's um, you know, strengthen your offerings. Let's strengthen what you have going on. People like uh, Nancy Reyes, who is a mixologist and who loves to do custom parties to really help individuals have a wonderful time while taking care of themselves or like Dr. Courtney, who has a business that helps individuals, you know, to strengthen their bones and to strengthen their nutrition and strengthen their wherewithal or individuals, you know, like Lauren, who works in the field of social work, but wants to help African-American women really love who they are. Um, I could go on and on with all the different entrepreneurs I've met throughout these past nine months. And even uh, those that, you know, live all around the country, like Sandra Cheney, who is the nonprofit guru and supporting her and helping her to realize that, yes, you can have a myriad of gifts and talents. You just have to persist in how you decide to display them and show them. So truly, I've had a wonderful time giving and exerting of my own skill sets to others. But, you know, I also realize that even in that giving, it's important for me to also pause and reflect. And one of the things also that I've also paid attention to is the needs that entrepreneurs have. You know, when you're starting out as a new entrepreneur, it's already scary to, to step out with a new idea and with a new dream. But it's another thing, too, when you're bootstrapping that business and you already have limited funds. And one of the things I always have to remember, what 
has allowed me to stay in business since 2016 is really that key word called persistence. You know, entrepreneurs go through highs, we go through lows, we have moments where we have these amazing breakthroughs and then we get to those breakthroughs and then we have other moments where we feel like we're not moving anywhere at all. But yet those entrepreneurs who persist, those businesses that persist past the five-year mark, you know why? It's not because they're perfect, it's not because they have all the T's crossed and the I's dotted, it's just that Their why and their vision for what they're doing is stronger than all of the challenges. And one thing I always try to remind entrepreneurs is when it gets tough, have a visual picture of the person you have helped in the past. Look at them thanking you for all that you've already helped them to accomplish. And I love how Bob Proctor reminds us, don't just look at, you know, your failures. Don't sit there and look at what's not working take a moment and start looking back at all the challenges that you've had as a precursor or uh, to what can become. And that's really difficult to do, especially if you've had a stream of bad clients or you've had a stream of them fall off or you had a retention challenge. Or, or you know, I even remember one time um, someone who had a business, he unfortunately got really ill and in his time of sickness, Uh, his other colleagues really fought to get all of his clients. So when he did get well again, he, it was like he had to start all over again. So if you, you know, I just want to say no matter where you are in your business ecosystem, it's okay to feel frozen. It's okay to feel like, Oh, I'm so tired. Just acknowledge it. Don't beat yourself up for being tired. Don't beat yourself up for saying, man, I, I feel like I am frozen. I feel like I can't move forward. I feel like, and because really what that just means is you really needed time to process whatever it is that's going on in your personal life or within the business. And the other piece is it's okay to take a mental break. Like sometimes you just need to say to yourself, you know what? My mind obviously is in a state where it needs to be on vacation. You don't always have to go on vacation to have a vacation. You can just decide, you know what? In the next two days or the next 48 hours, I choose to be on a mental vacation. I choose not to actually worry about all these things for a moment. The problem is not gonna go away overnight anyway, so you might as well get some sleep and you might as well say, okay, how can I turn this situation around? So I highly recommend that you take the the necessary time to really ask yourself, what is it that I need in this moment? What is it that I'll need to be able to move forward? And when you start thinking in that regard, then you will come to a place where you recognize, I can do this, I can persist through these challenging times. One of the things you have to remember is that no one is coming to your basement to find you. No one's coming to your basement. No one is coming to your basement. And why is that essential for you to remember? Because even when people are searching for solutions, sometimes they don't even know that they need you until you know you show up, until they find you in your consistency. And that's how you start to develop those courage muscles we talked about in the last podcast. And it's not, you know, and I gave a presentation uh, just a few days ago about how to use Instagram for business. And, you know, one of the things that's interesting is 
I've been teaching social media for business now for quite some time. And you know, those algorithms always are going to change. Um, there are new things coming out all the time. And one of the things I try to remind our entrepreneurs is that you're not building your business on the platform. You're using the platform as a conduit with which you share your solution. And so really it's becoming more than just having followers and likes. It's really all about your strategy. It's really all about designing something you can feel proud of. Now, if you're a service business, like you're a health and wellness coach, you, you or maybe there's something that you do that, that helps people solve their given challenge quicker, or maybe you do some heavy lifting that the average person doesn't want to do. Well, in that regard, you've got to really think about what is it that my target needs to see when they look at my platform. And it's okay to decide, you know what, I need to take a pause even from posting on social media so I can get clearer around where I would like to be in this phase. What worked in 2018 is not going to work in 2023. And so in the same way, you've got to realize it's really like a good dance. There's up and down and there's ebbs and flows and, you know, There was a time during the pandemic when tons of people were on the internet, right? And so they were signing up to things left and right. And now you have people going back out to live events. So thinking and having an agile framework for how you work is going to be essential. I cannot tell you how many individuals get burnt out because they don't want to change or they're tired of adapting. They felt like they already adapted. They felt like they just figured out one kind of algorithm and now they've got to start all over again. Well, that's entrepreneurship for you. So I want to encourage you, if you feel like you've been on the Lonelypreneur bus, make sure you learn about our new subscription programs for our VIP leaders. We have so many affordable options for you to consider. Why would you want to be in our community? Because you want to be in a situation where you not only get to learn, but you also have opportunities to earn. (laughs) entrepreneurs can spend a lot of time learning, but I also know it's time for you to start to get earning. And uh, one of the things I love is that in one of our package models, not only do you get to come and receive coaching and, and receive support, but you also get to, once you actually go through 75% of our programs in a satisfactory way, you also may be invited to actually share your genius with our community or share your genius in our conferences and things like that. So you need to be in a place where not only can you learn, but you have possibilities to earn and share who you are. And I think that when people can really get a sense of who you are, you don't have to worry about that quote unquote selling with the gelled hair back, right? You can realize that, you know what, I can serve because I I truly care about this need to help others. And so when you are thinking from an empowered state and you really have this idea in mind of how you really want to serve and help others, a lot of the other anxieties that you have will dissipate because sometimes I, you know, when I talk to entrepreneurs, they're worried about 80% of the things that really aren't that essential to their business. They're worried about, are their photos perfect? You know, is the landing page perfect? Is, are the funnels perfect? And yes, you do need those elements, but at the end of the day, the biggest thing that the people or the person needs to see is you, and they need to know that you can solve their given challenge. And you've gotta put your feet to the street and say, you know what, I am that solution. 
And I don't mind sharing that I'm that solution. And also, I have to say, sometimes I talk to people and they're afraid to say that they're an expert. They're afraid to say they are an expert. They're afraid to say they're a specialist. I don't know why, but how else will people know the value you're giving if you don't say that you're that person that took 20 years, 30 years, 52 years in some of the cases that I've, of people I've worked with uh, to become who they are. So becoming who you were to do what you're doing was essential. And it's not just that people are showing up in that given hour for that solution. No, they're tapping into all of the wealth of knowledge that you have amassed over the years. So even if they talk to you for 10 minutes or 20 minutes, 40 minutes, right, that's going to be more valuable than someone spending time with you that doesn't have that much experience in that given area for eight hours. So I want to highly recommend that you remember that you have more power over how you think about your given situation than you absolutely realize. Now, I also want to segue a little bit because one of the things that uh, was amazing was that there was a feature that I recently have had with uh, NASDAQ, where NASDAQ has a financial literacy month. And I was asked to answer a few questions about my role at the Boston Central Library in their Entrepreneur in Residence program, but also my thoughts about financial literacy. And one of the questions they asked was, what does financial literacy month mean to you? And how has the BPL helped elevate financial literacy across Boston? And my reply was, Financial Literacy Month is essential to keep in mind because America is a nation of innovators. Now more than ever, it is crucial to understand financial fundamentals like budgeting, saving, and debt management that individuals need to navigate economic terrain effectively. Unfortunately, financial literacy is one skill that varying communities still struggle with. Providing opportunities to leverage earning power can change the trajectory of a family. 4.4 million individuals left their jobs during the pandemic, and some of these individuals decided to launch an entrepreneurial endeavor. The Boston Public Library has been the conduit for new entrepreneurs to strengthen their financial aptitude. And you know what? I want to say that, yes, America is a nation of innovators. When you even look at the Great Depression and what allowed individuals to survive that time, it was a lot of the innovations that were put in place, a lot of the things that uh, were done to give people opportunities. And so I just want to say, entrepreneurs, you know what? It's time to pull up your bootstraps. There are opportunities out there to help you to win. You just have to open your eyes and realize, you know what? I'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm not going to cave in and quit because it feels like everything is gray. Even in that gray moment, I'm going to take one small step, one moment at a time. But also take moments to really understand and learn what's coming in and what's going out of your business. It's amazing to me sometimes, you know, I've coached a number of people by now and I remember one of my goals was to help one of my clients make her first thousand dollars. And uh, as we were doing it, we came up with the numbers, we worked her strategy, and she made close to $800. She didn't hit her mark completely, but she came close to it. And I said, how did you feel when you saw those funds hit your account? And she said, what are you talking about? I kind of mixed it with my personal uh, financial income. And I said, oh, you don't want to do that. You definitely want to have a separate 
banking account for your business because you do want to understand how that money is being invested in different programs, subscriptions, you name it. And not only that, you want to see the cash flow. And so sometimes when we're starting out, we think, oh, I'm just a small business, so I don't need to care about those things. And I'll wait until I have more of it to expand into having some of these uh, structures in place and these legalities in place. But I will say this is the best time to get those things in order because the, the, the more that you expand and without the systems in place, the more chaos you're more likely to have. So I highly recommend if you want to have an unrecognizable year like I do, then you have to be willing to do things that maybe you wouldn't feel comfortable doing. You have to take that drastic step and say, nope, I want to feel more joyful. I'm, I want to have more. I want to earn more this year. I want to be able to, you know, serve more people. And if that's the case, then you want to put those foundations in place. You want to get the habits that entrepreneurs who've been in business longer than five years, you want to have those habits in place. The habit of showing up like a boss, the habit of knowing what's going in and out, the habit of managing what you need to invest in order to expand your business. So it's not just about receiving a transaction for a service. Really, it's about that flow. It's about, you know, how can someone else help you? And then how do you take how that person is helping you and how does that impact your business. And so I want to say to you, you know what, you're not a, yes, you are a small business, but that doesn't mean that you and what you're doing is small. You really have to change how you talk to yourself about what you're doing and how you talk to yourself about even, you know, what you consider failure. I love how my husband always says, you know, failure doesn't mean you've actually failed. And how you really just look at it as a marker for seeing seeing kind of like a pendulum where you are swinging on a given uh, aspect in your business. So when you think about it, if you see yourself as someone who is being an innovator and creating additional streams of income and not complaining, but taking responsibility for areas that you may have felt like you failed in and looking at the boundaries you put in your business, you might be surprised at what happens this year. I know I'm looking forward to having a lot more fun this year, uh, which means that I've had to do some new things like change up my routines, um, do other things that I also enjoy, like dancing and going out in nature. Because when you do the things that also bring you joy, it fuels you to do the things that you have to do right within your business. So sometimes I'm still working on it, but if I do feel tired, I will give myself permission to feel tired and to stop and take a rest. And I think that that is really, really important. We don't want you getting to the top of the mountain rolling off. And I've seen and heard of how much, you know, stress and burnout is easily something that, uh, you know, entrepreneurs can face because sometimes we feel like we can't move away from our business. But more and more, as I've been in business since 2016, I'm becoming more and more comfortable with walking away on those days when I just need a break and also delegating the things that I know that my success team can take care of. So I want to thank you for tuning in to this podcast. I also want to let you know, look, take a moment, take out a journal and write what your aha moments are. Make sure that you let us know how you're doing at tojispark.com. Bye-bye. This is brought to you by Turning On The Lights Global Institute, where we help you to reach personal and professional goals. To learn more about our programs, visit us at tojispark.com.